Oh, yes. It is Thursday morning. It is 7.20 a.m. And it is time for a podcast. Woo! It is your luck. You are so in luck to... uh, This is actually going to probably be the briefest of all the podcasts I'm going to do. Um, (laughs) I was kind of thinking about it and, you know, we have to... We got to, like, take off the training wheels a little bit here. Um, I've been really going into uh, very in-depth explanations of uh, your DBQs and the assignments and all that kind of stuff. This is going to be the final one that I'm going to assign you that you have to do. Excuse me. Um, I am going to give you uh, another one next week. It's really just going to be more, uh, you do not have to do it. It's going to be just if you want to do it. And, uh, you know, if you get it to me, I'm going to shoot it right back to you with comments and stuff. Um, So, yeah, so that's it. Okay, so here, here are the instructions for this particular assignment. I'm not giving you notes. The notes you already have. In fact, it is uh, the last bit of notes that we did in school, okay? Um, Or uh, it is also the, uh, the last homework that you did, that you submitted I think you actually submitted, it was the first thing that you submitted through here. I, I had it listed as imperialism, uh, but it was, you know, progressivism. Imperialism and progressivism kind of happen at the same time. Hint, hint, contextualization. Uh, this DBQ that you're being assigned, if you want to open it up, okay, it starts on page six. Oh, man, this cat, he's, see, it's, it's early. He's out looking for, for my wife. Oh, it's terrible. Anyway. <clears throat> okay, so it starts on page six, and uh, it's very, very simple. This is actually last year's uh, DBQ, all right? So uh, I've got you as close to, you know, now, as close to, uh, you know, what we're going to be looking for from the college boy- board, <laughs> boy, from the college board uh, point of view, and, um, and so we're good. We're, you only have in here seven documents. Of course, you're going to use four, Okay. Uh, some of you are still writing DBQs with six and seven documents in it. Don't, don't do that. You're only going to use four. Uh, I believe that the DBQ that they're going to send you is going to have five documents. Um, so, (laughs) you know, you can, you can not use basically one of them. Um, okay. So here's a question. Evaluate the extent to which the progressive movement fostered political change in the United States from 1890 to 1920. Okay, a couple of things here. This is a very straightforward and easy question. Where are the pitfalls? Make sure you're talking about the time period of 1890 to 1920, okay? Right now, pause this, get out your, if you don't have it already from the instructions uh, in the assignment, get out your five steps to a five and go to page 229. 229 is a chapter, oh my God, Chapter 20, it's all in the progressive era. It says 1895 to 1914. Awesome. Everything in here fits within our time period. Look at that. Well, would you look at that? <coughs> so, you know, when, when um, Mr. Hall and, and I go and choose your review books, trust me, we're not, you know, we, yeah, we know what we're doing. Okay, so here we go. We've got uh, the progressive era, 1895 to 1914. Now, I'm going to go back and forth here. I'm not going to go over the documents with you. I'm only going to point out three of them, okay, just in ways how I want you to do this. So, instructions. I want you to take a half an hour. I want you to, once you're done with this, okay, I want you to turn 
turn this off. Right, right. Well, obviously you'll be done listening to it, so it'll be off. Take your phone or, or whatever. Set a timer. 30 minutes. That's it. Okay? And I want you to, in those 30 minutes, read these documents. Look over the information in your review book. Look over your notes. Okay? Three things. 30 minutes. Read the documents. Look over the review book. What correlates? Look over your notes. Okay. So, they're asking for political change. Political change. Now, we know this. The time period before this, time period of big business takes over. Big business takes over basically the United States. We also are in the time period of imperialism, okay? In the United States, we start traveling. Here's your contextualization, so I hope you're listening. We start traveling abroad, especially where? Come on, people, you know it. Pause for thoughts. That's right. Good job, Mr. Demek. We are out in the Pacific Ocean. Yes. Um, you know, we acquire Midway Island in 1855, so a little bit outside of our time period. That's okay. But we acquire the Hawaiian Islands in the 1890s, okay? Go through a whole ordeal with Queen Lilia Kalani. What a great name, Lilia Kalani. Queen Lilia Kalani. Um, and, you know, basically we, we, we start a, a coup d'etat to go and, and take away the islands from her. It is the thought process of this is began by a, a man uh, named Sanford Ballard Dole, well known for the Dole Fruit Company today. Okay, he, you know, back at this time, people wanted their sweets, man. You know, it's kind of like um, in, in the time period of Christopher Columbus, right? They were looking for the spices. They wanted the spices to make the meat taste better. Well, at this time period, everybody wanted sweets, okay? There was no 7-Eleven back then. All right. They were living in a world worse than what we are living in now. You couldn't just walk into a convenience store and get a chocolate bar if you had a, a hankering for something sweet, if you had a sweet tooth or whatever. Uh, so instead, it was fruits. And in Hawaii, coconuts, pineapples, very big pineapples. Okay. So as we are imperializing, we start to say our rationale for why we have the right, right? Hey, we're America. We have the right to take over your little small country. Why? Who the heck? Who says that we have that right? We do. Why? What's the rationale? Well, we are better, right? We are, um, we, we, due to things like the Second Great Awakening, okay, we have this higher moral compass, all right? We are much more technologically advanced. So we're going to bring these advancements to you. But nothing's for free, so we're going to help and we're going to build up your infrastructure, okay, transportation systems, communication systems, um, <coughs> things like that. But we want something in exchange. What do we want? Natural resources. Now, here's the thing. We look at these people and we say, oh, wow, look at how they're being treated. Hmm. You know, they're not being treated very well. So we are going to make things better. Now, this becomes a bit of an issue. How can we go and say we're going to help people in Hawaii? How can we say that we're going to help make the lives better for the people in the Philippines, who we called them all backwards, right? Uh, if you all remember from last year, the Runyard Kipling, uh, White Man's Burden, right? Back at this time, the United States, we were basically, you know, pushing the endeavors of the Anglo-Saxon race. We felt we were better than everybody else. Okay, fine. So we're better than everybody. But how are we treating the people within our own nation? And that's the key here, okay? We still have 
Jim Crow laws down south. We have women in the shirtwaist triangle, fac- uh, triangle fire, right? Women working long hours. The windows are barred. The doors are chained shut. Like, we're so much better than these other countries. Look at how we're treating our own people. How are we taking care of our poor? We weren't. We were not doing that at all. So we have the, uh, the amendments that get passed. The 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th amendments. Okay, all viewed as amendments that are the progressive amendments. Okay, one has to do with taxation. Okay, money. One has to do with uh, direct election of senators. Power. One has to do with alcohol. Okay, prohibition. And one has to do with women's right to vote. Okay, so <clears throat> those are looked at as our progressive Amendments. Okay, fine. So here's what I want you to do. 30 minutes, documents, review book, your notes. All right. I want to just go over a couple of things here with how I want you to study for this in your 30 minutes. So if you look at page number uh, 232 and you look at document one, <coughs> excuse me, document one, Jane Adams, uh, 20 years at Hull House, 1910, describing the events in the 1890s. Okay, great. If you go and you look, right, page 232, progressivism and women. In the second paragraph, settlement houses, Hull House. Read about it. I'm not going to tell you. I want you to read about it. Remember, I'm not going to be there with you a week from tomorrow when you're doing your essay. So right now I'm nudging you in the right direction. But you, you are the creators. You are all creators. You are going to create a thesis you're going to give contextualization. You're going to create a response. I'm just kind of, I'm your coach right now. Okay. All right. So document one, Jane Adams, page 232, Jane Adams, Hull House. Okay, great. Fantastic. If you look above that, page 232, state level progressivism, you've got your initiative, referendum, recall. Okay. This is all things that have to do with politics. The question is... Evaluate the extent to which progressive movement fostered political change. Political change in the United States, 1890 to 1920. Okay, is there political change? All right, fine, whatever. Moving on. I want you then to go to document number two. This is Teddy Roosevelt giving a speech in 1902. 1902. We talked about Teddy Roosevelt in great detail. Uh, somebody, oh, man, I don't remember who. Why is it so important? Why does it matter that he's 5'10"? Why does it matter that he's asthmatic? Guess what, people? It matters right the heck right now when you're going to write this essay. Because if you're going to talk about political change, you're going to talk about Teddy Roosevelt. You can't not, especially during this progressive era. He's our president. He takes over when McKinley gets shot in 1901. He becomes a president for seven years. Okay? He is at the heart of the progressive movement. Okay. Page 233 in your review book. Teddy Roosevelt's square deal. You have notes on this. Okay? Remember, it's a square deal, but it only has three points. Kind of weird. You know, smart man doesn't know his shapes. It's okay. It's all right. Now, in here, on page 232 into 234, you have a lot of information about the stuff that Teddy Roosevelt does. Okay? One of my most personal favorites, the U.S. Forest Service. Um, I, you know, in, in my lifetime, I've, I've traveled around the country. One of my most favorite things to do is go to the national parks. Yellowstone. Yosemite, Glacier National Park, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. 
uh, Grand's Heaton National Park down in, uh, in Wyoming. Wow, Wyoming. Love it. Love it. Best state in, in the country. Best place in the world. Amazing. Okay. Fine. Roosevelt, page 233, 232. 233, 234. Sorry. Okay. Then, you're, you're going you're gonna to take care of the rest of these documents on your, on your own up until we get to document number seven. Okay. So document number seven. These are the ones that confuse everybody. Wet or dry. Okay. What is this about? This is about alcohol. Okay. Look, I know that I might come across as a, as a crazy person, right? Mr. Braun, he's over here. Uh, you know, Mr. Dmeck yesterday, he sent me a thing that he... <laughs> one of the most amazing things ever. I showed my wife. I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, my voice is now in his Google Assistant. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, crazy. You know, I'm a crazy person. Look, I, I, I'm going to tell you the truth here, right? I planned all this out one night. I couldn't sleep when this whole thing started happening. I don't know. My mind was going, you know, just running and running and running. And I was like, all right, how am I... I was like, how, how, I, I, I honestly, this is going to sound crazy, but I felt like this burden of responsibility to all of you. How am I going to get you all to be in a state where you're prepared? And I kid you not, I went down into my basement, took out the textbook, took out the review book, went through my notes, and I came up with a plan. And this is, this is right here. And I remember it was about 2.45 in the morning and I was like, oh, this is freaking brilliant. So last time I gave you the chapter 15 notes on culture, okay, right? The very last slide in there had to do with, one of, one of the things was about the temperance movement, okay? That last point, somebody had asked me to go over the, uh, actually a few of you had asked me to go over the last point, complexity, analysis, reasoning. So <clears throat> the best way I can explain that to you is we give out that last point for an essay that's just like, wow, this kid actually totally 100% understands what they're talking about. So many essays, I would say close to between 70 and 80% is just, it's a kid in a classroom who's writing an essay and they're, they're just trying to survive and they're trying to do a good job. That last 20 to 30%, it's like, wow, this kid really loves history and, and it comes through the paper and we get it, okay? Look, whether you get it, whether you love history or not, I don't care, fake it. And here's how you could do it. The way that you do it is by drawing links from time to time to time. All right. How are we going to do that? So in three of the last four podcasts, including this one, we're going to draw a link here, all revolving around document seven. In document seven, you've got this guy who is, you know, he's a little, little chunky, let's say a little rotund um, on the left. And it says, vote wet for my sake. Okay, he's a brewer. Uh, he's a guy who's making money off of alcohol. Okay, business, right? We need to, to keep our businesses going. Sure, 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 whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. So it says, vote, vote wet for my sake. Okay, fine. You got it, man. Then you got this woman with her three kids. The, the little girl looks so, you know, she's so scared. The mom looks like, you know, I mean, she has seen better days. Uh, you know, the kid, his, his little pants there, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, whatever. It's just a sad, sad picture. What is the picture showing? Well, in the early part of the eight, 18, in the early part of the 19th century, we have the temperance movement. Why do we have the temperance movement? To temper alcoholism. Why? Men were working long, long, long hours. 
coming home, getting drunk, they're angry, they don't like their lives, and they're taking it out on their families, okay? It was, you wanna talk about pandemic, this was an epidemic problem in the United States, and in England, and in a lot of the countries that were beginning to industrialize. So we have the beginning of the temperance movement in Massachusetts. This document right here, you can get so much outside information, right? You talk about that, you talk about the temperance movement, you can talk about the 18th Amendment, which prohibits the uh, sale, consumption of alcohol, okay? And then you could even draw it to the end, people, to the end. What happens in, in, in 1931 when he's running for presidency? FDR says, a vote for me is a vote for a drink. What happens in uh, 1932? He gets elected. The very first thing he does is he ends prohibition. It's an amazing circle of events that takes place over a period of about 100 years. Okay? And we go right back to where we started. I'll let you analyze that however you will. But you now have the pieces. You have the information. So, 30 minutes. Draw up a plan of how you're going to answer this question. Then, I want you to time yourself. 35 minutes. That's it. That's all you're going to give yourself. 35 minutes. I'm going to grade these DBQs accordingly. And trust me, don't worry about your grades. I'm going... If... If now you don't know me, then I don't know what to tell you. I think that I have done everything I can to foster trust in you regarding your grades, right? And that as long as you do work, as long as you show forth effort, uh, I got you. You're not going to do bad, okay? Um, you guys have been doing just an absolutely phenomenal job. I hear from some people, uh, AP classes, especially seniors, it's crazy, uh, where less than half of the kids are doing the work. All right. Some of you are a little bit, you know, you're like on that uh, delayed schedule. It's OK. It's all right. Um, you know, it is what it is. I want you, though, to not worry about your grade. I do your essay. If you don't finish it, just write a little note to me. So, Ron, this is this is it. This is my 35 minutes. This is what I did. And because this is going to be a better indication of where you are. And then I can comment on this and I can give you notes to help you get better. And that's what this is all about. You getting better you being prepared for your test a week from tomorrow, okay? All right, so uh, that's basically it as far as this podcast goes. I thought this was gonna be like a, I don't know, I figured maybe 12 minutes, you know? Maybe it was gonna be um, 15 minutes at the most. We're just about at 20 minutes. I just can't help it. I can't help it. Okay, <coughs> I'm, uh, please look along with your rubric, okay? Make sure you're answering the question, all right? And listen, that's it. I, I hope that you're all doing well. Um, it's, you know, it's gonna be kinda crappy weather. Oh, when is this due? Uh, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm going to, so this is Thursday. I'm gonna ask that this is, this is Thursday. I want you to, you know, get ready, prepare yourself today. You know, ba basically, you know what probably be best is if you prepared yourself now, then tomorrow we're gonna do the meet, we're gonna do the meet at two o'clock tomorrow afternoon. All right, two o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Um, and then you ask me whatever questions you have. And then you take your half hour. You find the half hour between tomorrow at three o'clock and the end of the day on Sunday. Uh, and, and then that's it. So that this way on Monday, I can grade them. I can give them back to you and you'll have information. Okay. And then we'll do our reviews next week. All right. We're not at school. Not at school again. All right, everybody. 
I hope that you're having a great day. And I'm looking forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Ah, classic, classic stuff right here.